This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at cattle for Thursday, February 23rd. Well, cattle markets, uh, firm tone yesterday, live cattle kind of quiet, really. Front months trying to pull higher, Feb's managing that, June's a little bit higher into new contract highs. April's not quite new contract highs, but still uh, holding their gains, which is basically at contract highs and a very impressive upward trajectory. In feeders, it's been more of a choppy affair these last couple of weeks, but yesterday was a strong day, quickly taking us close to the trading range high, which is that old double top. So the market's uh, holding together very well, and the supports, or the pullbacks in feeders have been well supported. And I think yesterday, uh, is, in, is indicative of that. A couple days ago we tested the low end of the range and here just that quickly we're back up to the top end of the range with a pretty firm day just working its way higher pretty much throughout the whole day after just a slightly lower start. In the cash trade we are seeing a few numbers trading at around 162 on the Fed that is up one from last week Box beef values continue to work their way higher in an impressive uh, run here over these last couple weeks. Choice was up 71 cents at 288, select up 280 at 274. The spread was down 209, we're sitting at 1427. Movement was 97 loads. So over the last 12 days, we have been up every day on the choice. We picked up $23, that's up 9%. In select, we've been up 11 of those 12 days, and they have rallied $22. That is also up 9%. So just an impressive run here in, on the box beef values. So the Packers have done a pretty good job of kind of slowing down the, the box beef movement. Even though slaughter rates have held relatively steady, we saw a little bit of a, a decline with this storm that is coming through. But by and large, you know, daily slaughter is holding at an average pace. Yesterday was 126,000. The day before, 127,000. You know, the average is 125. So even despite this massive blizzard coming through the central part of the country, uh, slaughter rates have held together quite well. Um, so far this week, we're at 357,000 head. It's down 19,000 from last week, but it, we did have a holiday on Monday, and it is down just 3,000 from a year ago. The feeder cattle index was up 39 cents. We're sitting at 182.60. So for you know, looking at this cattle space, it's, it's probably sounding like a broken record, but the seasonal is up for live cattle. We're clearly working along that seasonal pattern. Uh, retail demand has been quite strong. The Packers have been able to take advantage of that, keep bumping up those box beef values with a, a slightly lower box beef uh, volume. But again, with the slaughter volume hanging right in there, it, it would suggest that your your cold storage stocks are increasing. So maybe that's to kind of ease them into the summer when uh, slaughter rates will decline your num on a normal basis, but your numbers are going to be tighter anyway, just from uh, the big drop in placements a few months back. So maybe they're preparing to kind of uh, have some inventory on hand to ease into that transition. But frankly, from here on for the next year at least, if not two, probably two years, num slaughter numbers are going to be tight as we go into herd rebuilding phase. Um, I think 
some of that depends on if we get rain in those drought areas of the, the western southern plains. But pretty much everywhere else you look, there's been a huge improvement in moisture conditions and, and, and water, basically, whether it's the west, the midwest, the north, the south, southeast. Uh, they've had just a lot more moisture in a much better situation than we were a year ago, and certainly in the west over the last four years. So you, I just think you're going to see a, an increase in demand for cattle to put on grass, no matter how old they are. And herd rebuilding, I think, is going to be pretty prime. So that is something that I think it has yet to really materialize in this market. So for And that's more of a feeder cattle perspective as you retain heifers. You look for calves to put on grass. It just removes those numbers from the feedlot uh, availability. Now, in the fall, that might be different as you'll have a little bit of a surge in calves that come in, but still, you're looking at a better corn crop, at, at least at this point. So demand for calves for feedlots, is, I think, is going to stay strong. Corn supplies, old crop supplies, relatively tight. Uh, wheat is cheaper than corn in a lot of major air feeding areas. So, you know, they could be switching to that. But the bottom line is grain prices are declining. The prospect for a big corn crop is very good. The Ag Outlook Forum this morning, USDA projecting 91 million acres seeded. That is up one and a half million acres over last year. We're in a much better moisture profile, at least get the crop started. So it's just the odds are better for a bigger wheat crop, a bigger corn crop, feed prices declining. So that helps support your feeder cattle market anyway. Grass outlook looks much better this year than it did. It doesn't mean that by June things could be completely different, but at least April and May the odds are very good of having a good start to your grazing situation. So I think just all these things line up for a, a bullish uh, attitude in the, the feeder cattle market and with live cattle I, I, I look for them to stay strong probably at least in a late March and probably early April. So if you've got cattle staying strong and good grazing conditions, it just really paints a very positive picture for the feeder cattle market. And I think I think that's uh, what we could be in store for here. Uh, that, that's just my outlook at this point. It hasn't changed over, over the last several weeks. It's unlikely that it will unless something really comes out of left field. But um, it, it looks pretty promising, at least in the short term. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This is Ben Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.